Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Sidebar with Cindy. On Kaya FM 95.9. And welcome to uh, Sidebar with Cindy. My name is Homo So We are together until 8 o'clock. Thank you so much to Ndate John and Lebo Mashila. Wonderful conversation um, uh, that they had around Lebo's life. And uh, right now, um, like I said, when uh, we threw forward with Ndate John Pullman, it has really been one of those emotionally text- texting week. Whether you were affected or uh, personally affected, somehow the air got too thick for all of us to breathe. So we ask the last question now um, as we continue to look at this uh, gender-based violence um, phenomena uh, problem. You know, it's a really phenomenal problem in South Africa. What do you do when you find out that your partner is a sexual predator or is a wife beater or has somehow done this whole thing that we're talking about, gender-based violence. What do you do? What if it's your brother? What if it's your um, uncle? What if it's your father? A woman comes forward and says, your father has done this to me. Let's talk about it. Give us a call on 86 I'm joined by Mentlantla and Tatentlantla rather and Memma Utazwane, their relationship coach and a life teacher. So we will be having that whole conversation with them. Sidebar with Cindy on the home of the Afropolitan. So uh, earlier this week, um, a hashtag was born. Am I next? Um, uh, that hashtag touched a lot of women in SA, um, touched a lot of women even in Africa because I saw a couple of tweets coming from Ghana where people were t- telling their stories of gender-based violence. Mm-hmm. And I suppose the big conversation is when revelations start to happen. So women started to tweet to say, this is my offender. Um, he did this to me. He's a priest at church. He is a community a leader in our community. And uh, I didn't even know how to say to anyone at eight years old, this man violated me. Um, uh, my one I went to a club with and after that I said no, he beat me up, he raped me, he left me for dead. So there has been all of those that have been happening with uh, this now and then a Twitter handle was born called um, I, um, Am I Next and also Age Survivor where people were then starting to post their stories, some anonymously some posted with even their handles to say this guy did one, two and three for me but where do you even begin? Let's start with you, Emma Where do you even begin when you find out that your loved one has done this heinous crime, this this cry, this blood? Because it almost feels like we are all bleeding as a country, you know? If What do you do when you find out that your husband is a rapist? The only reason he's not in jail is because the person he raped never came forward. Um, sure. This is such a. Let me start there before I I, I try and and answer your question. Mm-hmm. Uh, most women, myself included, have a story to tell. Sure. Um, because I I remember this week I cried. Um, I guess a river as well. When I looked at the picture of this young girl who got raped while she was in varsity, mm. it took me back to my own 
um, to my own experience of being raped while I was in college by um, one of the lecturers in the college that I was in. Hmm. So, and we we go through different healing journeys, right? And much as you have healed, I, for the first time, I asked my question, myself a question, how did I survive because he had a gun? Mm-hmm. Um, why am I alive and why is Unene not? Why is she not? Yeah. Right? But then again, these are, are questions that we as mere mortals will never have answers to. Yeah. And I remember asking a question on my Facebook page to women and saying, I've been raped. Let's see how many people on my timeline, yeah. how many women on my timeline would, would raise their hands. And to say, I've been through it too. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and, and some stories, rape is very horrific, but other stories more horrific than yeah, others. 100%. You know, of, of, of people who are saying it happened to me when I was five. It happened to me when I was eight. It happened to me when I was... And here is the reality of the matter, is that if I were to speak to South Africans, it's all of us are guilty of how things are at the moment. Mm. Because all these perpetrators belong to families and all these victims belong to families. But it's almost as if families would rather pick perpetrators. Over and victims. Prote- yes, would, would, would rather pick. And most women are violated and raped by people that are known. That they know. That are known to them, that are known to their loved ones. And then families make a decision on who to believe and who to protect and who not to protect. And therefore, what do I do if it's somebody very close to me that has done it? Mm. You know, um, number one, you, I would confront them. I would go and ask this is an accusation that has been leveled against you. Level up with me. Mm. What is going on? Because at the end of the day, despite what we forget is that my loved one who has done this heinous crime has victimized somebody else. And you see the problem with rape is it takes away a part of you. And for the longest time, you lead a life that has got this kind of emptiness that you don't understand. And it sort of just changes. Um, it almost as if it changes the, 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 your, the trajectory of, of your life. It mm. takes it um, to, to, to certain parts that you just never imagined yourself going into, into, into those spaces. But the reality of the matter is we are not bold enough to call a spade, a spade when when the spade is being picked up by when we are confronted by that you know someone um, uh, uh, tweeted last week and said uh, how many times do you justify the scars you have because of who's holding the knife yes Mm. that's 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 the challenge that we are having because Mm. it's somebody all of a sudden because it's my brother it can't be true but the very same here's the challenge the very same woman who says because it's my brother can't be it can't be true that same woman was raped. Yes. 
So all of a sudden, the, 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 the story just changes color, hey? Mm. Um, all of a sudden, the story is no longer as heavy mm. because now the person who is being accused is my brother, is my father, is my dad. They, they all of a sudden, it's like, you know, but about two. All of a sudden, mutuatlo kofala seri miza badimu se se ali holy agarita. And they can do things for us mm. that they couldn't do when they, when were, they alive. were alive. It's exactly mm. the same challenge that we are currently having. Mm. Now that is somebody I love. Now that is somebody I revere. Sure. Yeah. This 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 crime, we can do something mm. about it. Let's uh, talk about it. Let's solve it like Ubuntu. Talk mm. about this yes. thing, and and you forget that that even victimizes that person even further. Yes. Because when mm. uh, under if you acknowledge your part in the crime, mm. I think that is also some healing to the victim. They are not mm. crazy. Yes. They inse- yes. You validate yes. what they their violation to yes. say. This thing actually took place because yeah, if, if you looked at the, the timelines or people that were tweeting, mm-hmm. they, there's a girl who said she tells everybody else about it. But, but Hannah, why don't you tell me that, yes, I did this to you and I'm sorry? Mm-hmm. He says, I've never done that to you. Mm-hmm. But when he's with his bras, because it's an environment that allows him to show his true colors, then he's there, he's beaming, and he's showing everybody. Because sometimes it's also a conquest. Is it like a conquest for, for, for guys? Like, what happens? Because I think part of the conversations that we should have when we're trying to address this problem is finding out the mental state of people that do things like this, especially over and over and over again. Because as much as um, the stat says that the per- a person who's been raped is most likely to be raped again. Mm. It is also that the perpetrate- a perpetrator that is raped yeah. is most likely to rape again. Yeah. It's not a once-off thing. Yeah, no. Hey. Let me start here that I'm, I'm going to start positive, then I go the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> that healing is possible. Yeah. I want to start there. Uh, that healing is there. Healing is possible. There are people who get out of this healed. But it's an issue of the process. Where does the process process start? Yes. Because if the process starts wrongly, the, whole, the healing will take longer or it might not come at all. Mm. But I want to pick up on, on, on the words that Osma Khauta has, has raised, that we are all guilty as a, as a nation. We are all guilty as a country because what we have done, we have glorified things that are not supposed to be glorified. Mm. We have te- taken sex as a form of an identity mm. and everybody wants to fit in even in, in wrong ways. Mm. We have labeled people who are not sexually active as if they are fools. Yeah. We have downplayed morality. Anyone who comes and speaks from the moral point of view, we see them as judgmental. Mm-hmm. We see them as outdated, traditional. And we have embraced philosophies that don't help us. We, we are a community or a nation that is in pursuit of a feeling more than what is right mm-hmm. and once you, you you have embraced that kind of a culture even if 
if now my worldview is is my emotions comes first if somebody who is close to me is has committed crime i will want to save my emotions than what do what is right yeah so as a community we need to to evaluate the 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 institutions that shape our thinking and question what is it that you are feeding us is it making us good human beings or is it making us animals right we have embraced the culture of individualism that my truth is my truth you've got your truth and we are looking down on 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 traditional systems that kept society we are looking down in particular the christian values that have built our country so we are in a mess as a country mm-hmm. and no one wants to pick come out we celebrate people who are financially prosperous but they are morally bankrupt mm-hmm. and we celebrate them they are our hero, heroes they are our leaders and we are sitting here with these results that we, are, we have in front of us and we are crying foul mm-hmm. so i'm saying to the nation let us all repent we are all guilty all of us we we have contributed to the murder of uinene uinene all of us as a as a country and we have let her down because the guy who was in pursuit of emotion and wanting to feel good has committed a crime and it's coming to bite us Sure. 0860000959. What do you do when you find out that your loved one is a perpetrator of gender-based violence? Where do you go? They say in South Africa, you don't ask if you have ever been violated. You ask, how many times have you been violated? Mm. Anna from Johannesburg. Good evening and welcome to Sidebar with Cindy. Hi, Anna. Anna, Hello. Okay, we'll 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 get Anna back uh, just now. And I think for for us that is the biggest thing as as women. If you now cannot even think of one woman that can say I am unscathed. Mm. You know, um some might not have experienced rape but they came very close, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um so no one is unscathed. Yet somehow all the men are the victims of us women when i say us i'm talking about women now of us not i don't know valuing them because there's always reasons why they are doing it there's always a reason a man will say yeah yeah this you know there's almost always that thing underlining justification that's why people say don't ask her what she was wearing yeah her skirt has nothing to do with you because if rape was really about what i was wearing Mm. then a nine-month-old baby would never ever be raped can i push the ticket even further Mm. i want to push the ticket to as far as rape has even changed shape there's a there's a rape that start in the mind yeah where you are pushed from the material position to to a place where you are in a corner they use your your weakness your poverty your mm. your status to make you do things to that, coerce yourself that, that go you. against your yeah. va- your values without being 
uh, physical or using a knife or any other thing. Yeah. Why? Because they pray after weak-willed women mm. and take advantage of them. Mm. And that's another form of rape, but we won't call it rape because we say, no, it was uh, consensual. Yeah. yeah. Sure. 0860009591. What do you do when you find out that your husband, um, your brother, your uncle, your father um, has most likely um, raped? Or there is um, a clear evidence now you know somebody comes with screenshots i mean this this time is it's even terrible because we are living in a time of technology Mm -hmm. so um getting evidence that you rape me Mm -hmm. sometimes is slightly easier because all i have to do is text you and somebody can say come back and say yeah but you wanted it and then i screen grab and i'm like ninjalil yeah. You guys thought I was lying because I think the other problem is the believing factor. Mm-hmm. If I come out and say mm-hmm. that this one won't rape me, will people believe me or will they want to shield him? Mm-hmm. And are you shielding mm-hmm. a person who is a perpetrator? Because mm-hmm. I don't think it takes us anywhere mm-hmm. because if they themselves cannot repent and heal mm-hmm. and see things differently, mm-hmm. their chances of them doing it to your daughter now, mm-hmm. to your Very friend high. now, they, mm-hmm. it's higher because mm-hmm. they all of a sudden become, you know, this thing here, invisibility. Mm-hmm. You steal something, no one patkas you, mm-hmm. and then you think you can steal again. Yeah. So once you give him that power to mm-hmm. think that, actually, most I can get away with this. Mm. It's enjoyable to me. So what if she screams, eh? Mm. So what if she screams? Mm. She'll say no. By the end of the night, she would have said yes. We uh, start with uh, your calls now talking about what do you do? And maybe you have been in that situation where um, uh, it was brought to light that your loved one um, uh, is guilty of such a crime. And maybe you did take action or maybe you were just so mortified, uh, like in that there's one in uh, and that there's one and Mahout have said that you just then, you know, close up, you find a way to not hang your dirty linen in public the way I hate. The way I hate that thing. Don't hang your dirty linen in public. It drives me insane. Anna, we've got you back now. Welcome to Sidebar with Cindy. I can you hear me? Yes, I can now. Okay. Um what happened to me was, you know, gender-based violence is, is it's an umbrella. So with me, it was more emotional, the psychological breakdown, um, the name-calling mm. to the point where, you know, your hair falls out, you lose weight, you lose mm. concentration at work. Mm. And what I did was I left. My baby was a year and a half at the time. And I left, I seek counseling, and um, what I do now is I share my story. Yeah. Mm. You know, to younger mm. women. I'm currently, I'm not a qualified counselor, yeah. but currently I'm busy with a young girl who found herself, who finds herself in a similar situation. You know, I'm able to share my story and tell her what I did. At the end of the day, you can't tell them that they must leave or they must stay. Their the decision remains safe. Yeah, but Anna, how did the family receive the news? Because, you know, I I think the greater conversation is when you are in that much trouble, did you have a person you could seek refuge to? And what did they say when you tell your mother-in-law, for instance, that your son is abusing me? How was the reception when you spoke about that? Especially because it was not physical, she was not raping you, and some people can just say, ah, Anna, you are overreacting. So he called you a name, come on. Um, she, there, there was no, 
acceptance of it, it was denial all the way. Hmm. Hmm. Unfortunately. And then the conversations you were having, how old is your child now? He is two. Are you okay? Maybe too young. But what are the conversations that you are looking forward to having with your child? Because, you know, I was talking to a friend earlier and I said, maybe we are a lost cause, you know? Maybe we are the last bit of the people that are horrible and we will die out and hopefully this dies with us. But it cannot die with us if we are not having the right conversations with our children. So if you are not teaching your boy child to act a certain way, you're not teaching your girl child to act a certain way, and you are imparting the same um, terrible standards of living that we have now. Like if a person says no, throw your toys out of the court, kill them, do what you gotta, for you to get a yes because that's how we live now what conversations would you say are very important and vital in shifting the paradigm i would say you know i'm going to teach him how to be a gentleman unfortunately i have to do it by myself Mm. but i would like to teach him how to be a gentleman because i believe that i'm not raising him for myself one day he's going to be somebody's father somebody's husband and instilling those principles are very important um, he's lucky to have father figures that that will assist me. Yeah. But um, you know, I w- there's important principles that I would like to instill in him yeah. with regard to how to treat a woman, how to respect a woman, what the value of a woman is. Not only what his value as a man will be, mm-hmm. but what the value of a woman is, and and to appreciate it. You know, women are not the weak agenda. You know, yeah. but um, at the end of the day. I can install as much as I want. It's what he's going to do with that advice. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Anna. Continue um, uh, to be brave and thank you for walking away. I think we sometimes don't give credit. I don't think it's it's not easy walking away from a relationship that's failing Mm -hmm. and it's not even abusive. You know, Mm -hmm. you see what you have invested and you're like, yo, Walking away doesn't make sense anymore. Oh my goodness, I must get used to somebody else's moods and whatever. I can't imagine how even more difficult it would be when somebody has told you that I'm your anchor, I'm your everything. If you walk away from me, you're going to crumble. Because that's what abusers tend to do. They tell you that there's no life without them. them. There's definitely no life without them. Mm. So carrying on with the conversation, what do we do going forward? What are the conversations we should be having? What are the actions we should be taking? Can I just say this? The challenge is that we are a bunch of hypocrites, mm. all of us. Mm. Um, we live in double standards. Um, like I said earlier, if it's done by somebody I love, it can be true. If it's done to me, it has to be true. Shucks. So <laughs> we need a savior. Mm. Jay. We need, oh, but, but the savior is us, isn't it? No. No, you can't save How, yourself. But it, let me just give you this analogy. If you are saying you can save yourself, imagine a sheep in mm. an ocean with an anchor inside of it. That's Sinks. where we are at. Yeah. Go and remember what it means to be human. Mm. I believe we have forgotten that. I believe we don't know what it means to be human anymore. We... And because if, we are trying to define if, ourselves. Even if, if I can ask a question, what it means to be human now, the callers, you'll be so shocked of kind of, they'll, they'll mention all sorts of things, yeah. right? And all these things, they lead us to where we are today, right? Because when, when we, we received our freedom or democracy, 
we pursued emotions and and economic well-being more than we pursue who we are as human beings. Mm-hmm. I believe we needed to start there. We needed to start there. I'll use an analogy that I, I saw in the Bible that in the book of Haggai, the, the children of Israel, they were from an oppressed, they were from oppression. Mm. When they got in their freedom, they start building businesses, they do, they go after money and wealth and everything. And God comes to them and say, what are you doing? Mm. You are putting money in holes, in, in, in pockets that have holes in them. Yeah. I will tell you what is your problem. The problem is that you have forgotten my house. What is my house? It's God. It's God's body. Our bodies are the, are the temple of the Lord. We have forgotten that we are from oppression that he was saying to us, we are nobodies. We are nothing. Now we want anything to feel good and feel like somebody's. Mm-hmm. And we get it anywhere, anywhere. Anyone who presents something that will make us feel good, we want to take. We want to take. And we need to say, hold on. Do we have to go for an emotion or should we find ourselves as a people and remember what it means to be a human being? We need to go back there. If I were to be the president of this country, that's exactly where I'm going to start. I'm not going to put one trillion for infrastructure development. I'll put one trillion to human development, education, spirituality, and get rid of all the wrong pastors and bring the right pastors and let us find ourselves as as human beings. That's yeah. where we need to start. But isn't it in our nature, we are fickle. Human are full of error. Yes. Yeah. That's True. the one thing that makes us human. Exactly. We are full of error um, and we are self-serving. Yeah. Humans are self-serving. If mm. the reason you jump out of the fire mm. is not because somebody else is burning, it's because yeah. you are burning. Yeah. yeah. That's the only reason you're jumping out. Yeah. It's not because you're trying to save the world. Yeah. So because we are self-serving, trying to say to people, change for the better of the world mm. becomes a hard sell yeah. because it does not necessarily serve me. Yeah. That is why, Kiri, the conversations that we are having at home, if daddy right now is accused of rape, mm. Mm. your child is old enough to see Twitter mm. or Facebook mm. or however, maybe the woman knocked at the door, Ari, mm. yo guys, this week has been so tough and I wanted mm. to say, Batung, Bahazwani, mm. I was did wrong by you. Your father. Or your father. And I wanted out there because I'm trying to find my healing. Mm. Mm. I thought I had healed. Mm. But when this came out, I realized how much I have not healed. And I want him to acknowledge his mistakes. And I want us to move forward from there. When that woman leaves the house, because Twitter is like that. Twitter is an announcement at your house. Of course. So when that woman now leaves the house, what is the conversation Okay, I think for me, if that were to happen in my family, the first thing would say would be, guys, we've been a fraud all this time and we've been found out. Mm. And the next best thing yeah. is to deal with it head on. And this is how you deal with things head on. It's, it has to be a confrontation. I remember when I did my own confrontation, I had to go look for this guy. Mm. Found him and I said to him, Shebamu. I'm no longer. I go yeah. That, that was the conversation. and because um, you did it once. you didn't do it, mm. and he couldn't, because sometimes that's what justice is 
for other women that have been raped because the biggest thing is somebody would be denying it as if when are you are crazy. You need validation, mm-hmm. exactly. yes. So I think then at that point, everybody else in the family would have to say their piece as to how they have been affected by that. Yeah. And we must walk the forgiveness journey because we too have been violated mm-hmm. by our own loved one who have gone out to violate other people. Now we are in this whole Now mess. it's all our shame. Mm. It's all our shame. Uh-huh. So we must deal with it. And the only way to deal with shame is confronting it and realizing that it does not define you. It doesn't matter how big a thing, how big a crime you have created. The only challenge is, are you truly repentant? Or you are saying, I'm sorry because you've been caught. Oh, my and confrontations are not easy. Eh? Are not are easy. Yeah. That is why we have to rally around you to confront. Mm. Now intervention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Confrontations are not easy. Any that truth will heal us more than anything. Sure. Zero eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. Tepa is also calling us from Joburg. What is your story, Tepa? Were you accused, or was your father accused, and you had to deal with it? Hi everyone, how yeah. are you? Good, thanks, and how are you? Yeah, I'm okay, thanks. Okay, you know, the uh, first first thing that I would like to say is that can we also pay attention to how we raise our boys because of, you see, the thing is this, man, like when we come to the issue of raising children, we put so much emphasis on, t- on teaching the girl child and protecting the girl child, you understand? But we leave the boy child just to be by themselves. Like I'll give you an example, like a nine-year-old boy, you know, mm. would would play in the street even up to ten o'clock at yeah. night during mm-hmm. during the week. Mm-hmm. And when he comes home, no one will question him. When mm-hmm. you understand. Yeah. But when a sixteen-year-old girl comes home five minutes after six o'clock, then everyone, or even as a matter of fact, if six o'clock, you know, that sixteen-year-old girl like is not home, everyone mm-hmm. gets worried. Yeah. You understand. So the boy child will grow up thinking that. I can do whatever I want to do. No one is going to question my... Account. Rules are for girls. So mm. yeah. by the time that that boy grows up and then he does whatever, mm. he's used to the fact that whatever I do, no one is going to question me. So mm. why everything now I have to change now when I'm growing up? Mm. You understand? Mm. So I think that everything starts with the foundation. So mm. we as a society, we always react to you know the fruit of, of what people do, but we don't check the root cause of... Where is this thing starting from? Yeah. You understand? Because of we always keep on talking about, you know, what men are doing, what men are doing. But do we really check how we, why we are raising this type of men? Yeah. You see, on my side, uh, I was never accused of anything. And also, uh, I do know of people like who, like, you know, who did nasty things. But what I can say is that you cannot change a person. You can only just lead by example and show people that, you know what, this is the way, but then, like the Bible said, you know, that, you know, people choose the path that they, that they want to follow. So I just want to say that on my side, um, I'm also a victim of like several abuses. I went through the boy and that on its own, you know, like it crushed me growing up, of course, but then Imagine. it told me the importance of, you know, be careful of how you raise your children. So mm-hmm. I've raised my nephew and he's very comfortable with me. He, he's a virgin and he's very proud and, you know, Sometimes you'll come to me and say, hey, you know, the boys at school, they laugh at me. I said, you know what, boy? Purity is, is mm. not something that belongs mm. to a girl child. It's something that belongs mm. to all of us. Yeah. And they laugh well at you because of you are speaking a different mm. language mm. to 
the language that they've they've already been exposed to. You understand? So this thing of you know telling the girl child that no, keep yourself a virgin. You know all these things, but you teaching the boy child that they must condomize. That boy is gonna grow up, and you know what? He's gonna get married to a virgin, and that girl, that woman rather, is gonna suffer because of now the competition is so tight. Yeah. Because of now the boy is way too experienced. Mm-hmm. But if yeah. we teach. If if we balance our teaching between girls and boys and we protect them equally, I don't think we'll still be having this conversation 10 years or 20 years, 20 years from, now. from now. I suppose that is the big thing. Let children yeah. be children. Yeah. You know, um, if we could live in a genderless society, I, I think we would be so much better. And how you're genderless, I'm talking about certain things from how we do chores, from responsibilities you give uh, one another at home. If uh, there are restaurants now that don't have um, gender-based uh, toilets. So mm-hmm. a toilet is a toilet. Mm-hmm. And it looks taboo when you are out in public, right? Mm-hmm. But when you are home, we all use the same bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are both boys and girls at home, mm-hmm. you know? And yes, we can say we don't know uh, what creeps are there out there and for mm-hmm. us to share bathroom and whatever, but mm-hmm. we have to get to some normal mm-hmm. where coexisting is not so hard. It can be this hard to mm-hmm. coexist. Let's take Maseko before I uh, take more comments from our guests. Maseko, welcome to Sidebar with Cindy. Hi, hi team. How are you? All right, thank you. Um, I'm, I'm actually calling with um, a lot of shame because I have been a witness of, of an abuser and things getting spread under the carpet mm. um, by families uh, in particular. Um, you know, I, 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 I have a brother who actually raped someone sure. and instead of the issue being you know tackled with the law a family meeting was called mm-hmm. you know as, mm-hmm. as as is known in our families and you know when someone like you say apologizes because they were caught not yeah. because they mm-hmm. actually are remorseful or, or mm-hmm. they, they actually understand what they have done and you know after all of that nothing ever happened from it you know you just have to apologize go on and life moved on. What but was your biggest conflict when Amasekho? What was your biggest conflict when this situation was brought to light and it was like, oh my goodness, someone has just accused my brother of raping them. What was your biggest conflict? The conflict is twofold. On, on the one side, I've got this person whom I, I, I see as my brother, whom I love, whom mm-hmm. I only know good about, and whom you know, we're told and taught to, you know, family comes first and you protect family. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, you're taught by the same parents, oh no, uh, this is wrong. Or to how I take a like, oh, I thought like this, it's wrong. And these are the steps you must take. So then when they do the opposite, when it's mm-hmm. in-house, you the start hypocrisy. to question, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. what, what is actually the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And it haunts me. Mm-hmm. It haunts me. You sure. know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big cross to, to sure. carry. I was young at the time, yeah. but I remember I was sitting in the meeting and I still remembered and I, and I think about that, that girl. I think about her and what she's going through and what she went mm. through. And can you imagine what this week has been? I mean, mm. you know, the, this week has been texting, even for people who have never experienced rape. Yeah, yeah. It has been texting mm. to the boys. It has been texting to the men. It has been texting to the girls and the women. It has just been a very stressful week because when you look at it, we can call them monsters, but they are my brother, they are your brother, they are your mm. uncle, they are your father, they are the priest, they are the leader. But we breed them. And we you just know? 
live amongst them and maybe like you say we breed when the hypocrisy kicks in yeah. mm. you will like you choose yeah. i'm still going to choose to see my brother as my brother yeah not as the person who violated another human being mm. and until it happens to you mm. yeah until it happens to you and that's the saddest um i think that's one of the saddest conversations that we can ever make and i feel like there must be a bigger person in this whole thing somebody must be willing to start to put their neck out mm. somebody must be willing to put their neck out and one of the biggest challenges that we have in society and it goes back to the issue of hypocrisy mm. is how much sex sells sure and we are thinking here's the thing we are we are suffering the consequences of a culture that we started a while back now we are eating the fruit yeah. of it and we are wanting to cry foul mm. right uh, sex and violence it's all we see i mean even today in zanzi mm. all the the all, all, all the, the script piece, writers there's violence there's sex i i i i i i can't i, I hardly ever watch tv my my tv in my we house is don't almost watch, always don't watch TV. off off mm. right um, and simply because every time you, it, it's almost as if those are the only shows that get commissioned. And you see, the human mind is a very interesting thing. Everything that you get exposed to long enough, you become it. Mm-hmm. Whether you have agreed, we are all influenced. We are just choosing which influencer mm-hmm. we want, right? And when, when this thing is now ripe and it's here for us to eat, we don't want this meal anymore, especially mm. if we are on the wrong side of the table mm. yeah. of this yeah. meal. So we have to get to a place where we really choose because at the end of the day is our brothers and sisters who are acting in these um, movies. movies ne? And they look like you and me. Mm. It and looks like reality. It looks like reality. Mm. But truth be told, we are funding the pain that we are in. As South Africans and for as long as we are funding it it will keep coming and keep coming and mm. we will never have the right kind of conversations yeah. Yeah. because when we are supposed to have moral stories played so that at least in 25 years time in 30 years time we've got a better a better moral mm. generation mm. because you know when we we do this we we, we play all these um, things on, on, on TV we we are now we we have people who are no longer shameful yeah we have taken shame because you validated yeah. them now yes it's no longer shameful now it's something they're looking forward to um uh, you know <laughs> ma, ma, and now ma, they can they can take the clip ma, and go learn how to even do it yeah and and perfect youtube it yes they, 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 it can be youtube and then they perfect the evil i have a, i have a, i have a quiet dream this dream is to make purity the previous caller talk, talked about it yeah. make purity fashionable yeah. so that when you are impure when you are impure and f- you feel guilty you feel now when you are pure you're not a virgin you feel guilty you have to go and tell your uncle they are laughing at me and all. Yeah. let's reverse it let's make let's make you know uh, um, um, I said something a while ago we are seeing now men who are now participating in their children, right? If you go around, you see yeah. men mm. with their sons Baby. and babies. Mm. and, and do, you, yeah. do you know when it started? Years back. 
Years back, we started talking about it. We started making it in fa- fashionable, and we talked. So about, now we're we repeating the rewards. Now the rewards are here. We're seeing men doing it. It is possible. We can. We can re-engineer ourselves, yeah. right? But now, when people will say, "Ah, so umfundisimanji," so it means so lada nechere wani. You know, now they're trying to make me feel guilty. Now we have to reverse that. Sure. I suppose when we come back, I want to delve more about purity because for me, purity almost goes with choice. Anything is pure. Okay, maybe not anything. Things that are pure are decisions that you can take even when you are asleep. So if you take a decision that this is something that I will do and it's something I can be proud of, for me, it is your truth and it maybe is some level of your purity. I am not maybe a firm believer of pure being um, total innocence or whatever the form mm. is. You know, I feel like if I can, if I also can stand up and say, yes, I raped it, I'm proud of it. Maybe that is, maybe I'm just evil. Maybe mm. that's my level of purity. Mm. But if one, if, if somebody says, Homozo raped and I want to hide underneath the table, then it's a problem for me. Mm-hmm. So even when you start indulging in sex, if it shames you, then you were never ready for sex. What do you do when uh, the harsh reality um, of a person that you love and somebody comes through and says, Ish, your father raped me, molested me, hit me when we were young, you know, committed a gender-based uh, violent act towards me, and I'm trying to find healing. And in finding healing, I'm ousting your father. I'm ousting your brother. I'm ousting your husband. What do you do? What is the conversation? What is the action after you are confronted with, I really believe would be crippling news? If that thing were to happen in any household, I really do believe that it will be crippling. Magdalene, um, welcome to Sidebar with Cindy. Hi, Magdalene. Oh, good thing. You know what? You're actually touching on something that happened in my family some years ago, mm. um, where a brother of mine was actually um, molesting the child, even though he didn't get to penetration, but he was grooming this child. Mm-hmm. And this child was a family member as well. And when the matter was reported, he ran away. But what concerns me about the whole situation is how black people will then deal with such matters. Mm-hmm. Um, whereby the family, both families will come together and talk about it. Then there will be a fine to be paid and all that. But the scar on this little girl, as I know, it will remain forever. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So that, that for me, something that all the time when it comes to my mind, it still bothers me. Even though I really fought for the little girl and everyone in the family. Because, you know, when we bet people will even go to extend of no, 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 he's married, he has kids, he can't just do this. It, 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 Don't destroy his mm-hmm. life. Yeah, if no, he did not destroy his own life in the beginning. Yes, yes and, and people went to consult and all that, and I said, but I hear he still needs to go to jail. He needs to be rehabilitated. He mm-hmm. needs to understand the extent of, of this. He did stay, I think, for about a month, and then, you know what, we'll do, families will come together and then they are told case, things like that. Sure. And mm-hmm. that that is the practice in our villages. These are the practice in the in the in the yeah. townships whereby you can buy that. Yeah. I mean, in my profession, I work with people daily who are uh, violated, and I know that this mm-hmm. girl at the age of forty-five, at the age of fifty, will still be 
having this thing haunting yeah. them. Sure. And then we just paid the 10 grand or whatever money and necessary. So mm. something that we need to change as black people, that when a person did this, it doesn't matter how related you are with this person. Actually, we do them a favor if they go and get rehabilitated yeah. and so that they can actually develop insight into what they did. You know, and come back a better person. They will come back. Then they will be a better person. Thank you so much, Magdalene. Let's take uh, Tato. And I suppose the big thing there from Magdalene is accountability. How accountable are we even to the perpetrators? There has to be a line you draw in the sand as a family. Homozo, if you cross this line, you stop being one of us. Exactly. We don't have that. We, we, we don't draw the lines in the sense. Tato, welcome to uh, Sidebar. Hi, Homozo. How are you? Shopping you. I'm good, thanks. So, firstly, I have two comments, right? But the first comment is that in my family, right, um, I must have been about nine or ten, and I discovered that there's a huge family secret where one of my cousins was raping his sister on a continuous basis. Hmm. And it went on for years, and nobody was speaking about it. And she got to a point where she actually went to the police station and got him arrested. Good. And when they went to court... The most heartbreaking thing was that her mother turned against her and said, you are sending my son to prison. Yeah. Wow. The chief negotiators in these things are always Ooh. women. So he raped her for almost seven years, continuously, and they get to court and the mother says, no, you are, you are, you are sending <laughs> my son to jail. And they literally outcasted her. And he spent about mm. nine years in prison. And now I have a daughter and I am always worried about so him because he's he's now out. So I'm always worried about him. I mean, there was a day when I was at home and I had just taken a bath and I'm just one person who said when I'm at home, I just I don't mind walking around naked and I walked out of the bathroom and I'm going to my room and he was sitting in the in the lounge and my heart actually stopped. I can imagine he was there. So Do you have conversations, Leonatado, you know? Because he no, went I, through the, the, the system and, and there hopefully was mm. some rehabilitation, do you have conversations with him so that he also knows yeah. the ramification of his actions, even mm. within the family, to say that you are now this guy that we still love, but we are so scared of? Mm. To be quite honest, I, I, I personally choose to not have a conversation with him because I'm terrified of him. Mm. Mm. I'm literally, I, I, I literally, I, I shake when I see him. I mean, if he comes home and I'm there and I'm alone, I am, I'm terrified. Well, I, can't well, have mm. a I think, yeah, like, I think, I, I can't have a conversation with him. I think and the I conversation, know. the conversation will heal you. Actually, yeah, it I will think happen. it, it, it's, um, don't do it alone. Find probably the members of the family because as a family, you need to heal. And that conversation is to say, okay, you've spent nine years. This is mm. what, let's confront this. How far have you healed so that we can get the restoration? It's 100%. very, it's critical that, that she that needs to be comfortable to have that conversation. So Luena, I think it, it's a timing thing. Make sure that because sometimes you have a conversation that you're not ready to have mm. and it bears no fruits. Yeah. So if you are open to the conversation and you are willing to hear him and he's willing to hear you, you find that that conversation actually does bring about healing. Mm. Zugi, welcome. Um, good evening um, to the panel and to Homoto. Um, I just want to um, uh, uh, comment as well. Um, uh, um, just backing up the brother who called earlier on about the boy child. We cannot raise our children 
in isolation yeah. where the boys are given certain privileges and the girls are said you know like he said that um you you um you need to behave and all of that because you're going to get married one day and, and 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 all of that um i think that that is 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 a comment that is so so very true because it, it deals with the core of the problem because it, it, the the problem here that we are facing is the foundation what is the foundation that we are giving to our children for tomorrow? Yeah. And I think as well, um, biblical principles are still valid even to this day because we cannot take uh, uh, biblical values out of schools. We cannot take biblical um, principles out of uh, the family situation because that is where all this evil has uh, come out and culminated from because we have shunned what is right and made it wrong and accepted what is wrong and made it right. Yeah. Thank you so much, Zogi, for that call. Katlejo, um, you are our last caller for today. Um, uh, tell us your story. Hi, Katlejo. Katlejo? Okay, we seem not to have Katlejo, uh, but let's round it up. If we were living in a perfect world and we had all the answers, mm-hmm. uh, what would they be? Way too from here, we've had a week long of uh, suffering. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of the conversations have not been about healing. It has been outrage. Yeah. You know, um, I rightfully so. There's been a lot mm-hmm. of outrage this week. Mm. So we now will get into the next phase of where we mm. need to be mm. if we are truly and honestly mm. going to address gender-based violence. Yeah. So what is that next step? Yeah, can, can I start here just mm-hmm. for, a, for a minute? I want to speak to you men who are listening. I know there's someone there who has raped or who's thinking of doing it right now. If you have done it, your healing, I know after it, probably you don't feel good about it. Mm. Tell a brother and hand yourself in or go to that family and confront so that you will get your own healing, so that you will stop being a rapist. Because if you don't do that step of confronting yourself, and expose because the danger of sin is in its secrecy. Hmm. I'm sorry. Um, I I, I think those that are not willing um, to go out and say I've done it, they must be exposed. Um, And yeah, I think they really need to be exposed. If, If they are not willing to come out and say I've done this and I am sorry about it, Expose them. Let's let's call them out. Yeah. Let 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 this whole thing be out there because we've we've covered we, we we've got makeup on, yeah. and we look like we do not have scars. Yeah. And the reality of the matter is, it's about time that we 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 wash off this makeup and say the reality of the matter is that man has done it, that man has done it, that man has done it, and that one and that one. Fantastic. And I think my last appeal is family. These people are not strangers. These people are not aliens. It's people that live among us. It's people that are our brothers and sisters. Let's stop acting like monsters are some from an E.T. movie. It's not. If it is your brother, your father, your uncle, 
speak out because you don't want to find yourself hating him in 10 years to come because now you have like you say we're breeding these people and they are now even at a level that we can't even fathom they are now serial rapists sidebar with cindy every monday to thursday 7 to 8 p.m on kaya fm 95.9 rewinding rewinding kaya fm on fm rewind visit kayafm.co.co.za for more.